Broaching the topic of downsizing with an aging loved one is really not an easy topic to discuss. Think about it. You've spent all of these years building memories and treasures that live inside the walls of those homes. And so it's very difficult to part with the family home. Hi, I'm Liz Craven, and this is the Sage Aging Podcast. If you're new here, I'd like to welcome you. I'm so glad that you found us. If you're returning, welcome back. I'm really happy that you're back, and I hope that you will all take a second to hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss one episode of Sage Aging. So let's talk about downsizing. Really, I want to talk about parting from the family home. That can be a very difficult situation no matter who you are. Difficult for your aging loved one. Your parents have spent so many years there building the memories and collecting the treasures from your entire lives. And for you, it might be childhood memories that live in those walls. And so the thought of parting with the family home can be very difficult. But we're going to talk about that today because more so the real estate part of it, let's talk about how we can connect you with people who can help you through that process, who understand the dynamics of what you're going through and can help that process to be a smoother one. So that's going to be our topic today. And joining me for the conversation today is Senior Real Estate Specialist, Donna K. Dinkins. Thanks for joining me, Donna. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you, Liz, and I'm excited to be here, too. Well, Donna Kay and I have known each other for quite some years. We uh, live in the same community, and we do a lot of um, community work together and mm -hmm. collaborate on an awful lot of things and have for many years. And she's special. She doesn't come from a real estate background. She actually comes from a background that... Um, incorporates a lot of elder care, and that's what makes her so fitting for the type of work that she's doing now. So before we go into her background and all of that, let's start with a simple definition so that everybody understands what we're talking about. What is a senior real estate specialist? So a senior real estate specialist is a special designation um, for a real estate agent who wants to work with the population of 50 and over. So when it comes to buying, selling, relocating, refinancing um, the residential or investment properties, and you're in that age group of 50 and over, it's always a good idea to seek out someone who has a um, designation called Senior Real Estate Specialist. Um, we typically are familiar with the life-changing decisions of moving out of the family home, as well as being able to deal with um, adult children making those decisions, or maybe it's a nephew or a granddaughter. Um, so we always um, look at the dynamics of who we are working with when we do the real estate transaction so that we can understand the process and help them understand the process a little bit better based on their generation. And aren't the dynamics so important? I think a lot of us forget to consider that because family dynamics in the first place, regardless of whether or not there's anybody aging in the family and needs this type of, of help at this point in their lives, family dynamics can be tough. And especially when we're approaching sensitive and emotional topics, 
that's just such an important factor to consider. So tell me more about your background, because I think that's what makes you such a good fit for what you're doing right now, is your background in the elder care industry. Absolutely. So um, as Liz had mentioned, I don't have the real estate background from like a growing up aspect, but I have the um, healthcare background, working in home care. I started in home care back in 1992 when I was in college, when I needed some type of supplemental income. And I answered a newspaper ad, which is really strange for um, young people today to hear that you actually would go in the newspaper and look for a job posting. And so (laughs) that right there, I can start relating to um, my clients of the older generation that they can kind of get a a giggle that I actually answered a newspaper ad. So they can start relating to me right away. So I did um, caregiving. in the homes and facilities. I got really familiar with the dynamics of aging people who had dementia or other chronic illnesses that prevented them from living independently. And um, I was going to school at the time to be a biologist, but I ended up graduating and becoming a chemist, and that made me very ill. So I left the chemistry work, and I dabbled back and forth in caregiving, and I found myself doing sales and marketing for my husband for his IT firm. So I've had a lot of professional sales and marketing training. And one day I um, saw a posting online and it was for a healthcare marketer in specifically home care. And so taking that knowledge I had from the home care um, industry as the caregiver and my sales and marketing, I meshed those two together and it was a really good fit. Um, I did that for about three years before I decided to go full time with real estate. Um, I saw it as an opportunity that I could help families make some very educated, informed decisions because when it comes to helping mom move out of the family home, because 85% of the time it is going to be moving mom out of the family home, um, but maybe it's dad or maybe your loved one has dementia or Parkinson's and you need to put them into assisted living, I have a little bit more knowledge that I can share with the family to make it more of an easy transition because it's a very difficult decision when it comes to moving loved ones out of the home. And I want to try to make that as simple and easy as possible for everyone because it is a very stressful situation, not only on the person that you're moving, but on the family as well. And that makes you so qualified for what you're doing. And for those who haven't gotten to this place yet, the process of making all of those decisions and furthermore, the process of even just finding the resources that will be helpful to your family during this time, it's overwhelming. I'd say probably eight out of 10 caregivers that I speak to their number one question is, oh my gosh, I don't even know where to start. Where do I start and where do I find information and resources? Just point me in the right direction. And because of that, your knowledge of the industry in general and the fact that you've spent so much time working in that realm is a real benefit and a real gift to the families that you're working with. I totally agree. I just want to help as much as possible. 
And I do know that about you. And I have to say, that's a what a great segue <laughs> for me to be able to say that Donna Kay puts a lot into community. She doesn't just work on her real estate, but she also provides um, a lot of information during information sessions to people. She teaches nutrition um, through Senior Connection Center, which is our local area agency on aging. She puts her time in where it's needed in order to benefit the community as a whole. So that is one thing that is very unique about you and very special about you. Thank you. I would definitely say it's an investment. Um, and it, I, it's, it's a passion of mine, um, being raised by my grandparents and having them so close to home. Um, it's almost like I'm giving back to that generation. I'm giving back to that community and what I can offer of what I had gotten from what I grew up with as a child. Let's talk about what separates senior real estate specialists from other realtors, because let's just say out front, you know, a realtor, a realtor, just because they don't have the designation doesn't make them um, somebody that's not worthy of, of looking into and investigating and using. But there is something special that sets senior real estate specialists apart. Can you describe that for us? Sure. Um, so there's a very much in-depth training on the different generations and how the transaction process is different depending on who it is that you are working with, whether it is the actual client or a relative of the client, or maybe it's the spouse. Um, so it's the conversations, it's the process. Um, sometimes you have to take a little bit extra time. Um, so I would say a lot of patients would be a good way to start out if you want to be a senior real estate specialist. Um, if you don't have the patience to work with um, the aging generation or even other um, decision makers, such like as a nephew or a granddaughter or a grandson, um, because it does put another layer of um, complex um, challenge, I guess you can say, when you're trying to email documents or work with a, um, a mobile notary. So I can say that patience is definitely one thing that you want to have. Um, but the in-depth training, um, and I have to go with my experience too, because outside the training, it's the experience of knowing the difference between independent living, um, assisted living, um, what's skilled care, what's non-skilled care. Um, can they still stay in the home in the transition of selling the home? Or do they need to go to um, rehabilitation because they just had uh, a health incident such as a stroke? Um, will they, how long will they be out of the home? Is it temporary? Um, there's so many different things you need to know about moving or the transition. Um, home care, well, how is that different than health care? Um, sorry, Medicare um, home health um, and versus the private care home care. Um, knowing the dynamics of how things are going to be paid, because that's another part of the, the training is the financial. Um, would it be okay for the loved one um, to stay at home and possibly take out a reverse to pay for that care? There's a lot of decisions that need to be made by the family. And so knowing those things that you're trained in, um, which I call lifestyle, the finances, and then also the senior network or the aging network so that I can put you with people who can help you 
when it's outside of my scope. So maybe you're moving your loved one into assisted living. You need to be able to have a community partner that can help assist with that. Um, and someone that you know, like, and trust, right? Because now they're, they're taking your client. So I would say a lot of that was in the training. So you can definitely learn that stuff, but experiencing it and understanding it case by case makes it a little bit more real and more understandable when you're dealing with um, your clients that have these challenges with their loved ones. Um, so as Liz had mentioned, when you're downsizing um, or just moving a loved one out of the family home, you're not just moving the person, but you're displacing the memories. And that's very hard. And it's very hard um, for the client to let go of all their furnishings to move into assisted living, or even if it's independent living, what furnishings are we going to take? And so having that senior network, I can say, well, I have a person who um, can help you with senior moves and that can help you downsize into a smaller space. So again, it's the education that comes with the training, but then the experience on top of that just layers it into um, helping guide and direct into a, a better transition than just trying to, what I hate to say is throw mom out of the house. Um, right. So, and that's what it feels like sometimes to the, to the person who's being moved. Um, because let's face it, not everybody is very tactful about how they're approaching situations. And you find overwhelmed caregivers who are forcing an option. And it can be hard. And then there are others who the caregivers themselves are having a really hard time letting go of the home too, but it's not mm -hmm. feasible for them to maintain the home. And so making all of those choices about, um, you know, letting go of the furnishings, as you said, and letting go of all of the things and the, the artwork from when the kids were little and all of the things that, that make a house a home, it's really difficult to turn and walk away from all of those things. But um, there are a lot of professionals to help with that. And that is a real benefit in a senior real estate specialist is that they can connect you to the aging network within and your community. The training does encourage it. Um, they encourage the training encourage it so much that you should know at least three people in each of those uh, industries. So they do go back to what we call our home care. Um, we we want to give always referrals in threes, and you want to be one of the three choices. So it, because at the end of the day. We called it, it's patient's choice. Well, in real estate, mm -hmm. it's called client choice. So we can help give the information, we can guide them. But at the end of the day, I want to stress, it's really what the family decides. And the family might decide not to move mom into assisted living, but to move mom into their family home for like a multi-generational. And next thing you know, either we're looking like at um, adding on to their house or um converting a garage into a mother-in-law suite or even um, an ADU, an accessory dwelling unit in the backyard. So knowing those terms, knowing um, what the possibilities are, now you're giving your client options and everybody wants options and nobody wants to be railroad or put into a cookie cutter. This is the only way that you're going to be able to transition out of the family home. We want to be able to give everyone options because it's a tough decision, 
But at the end of the day, we want to make it as easy and smooth as possible for everyone. I love that you brought up the accessory dwelling units and the conversions of current homes to accommodate somebody. And I want to point to an episode that I did, oh man, I don't know how many back, but I will link it in the show notes and in the notes to this episode. Um, Jared Wegland, mm-hmm. who you work with, yes. was on the podcast, and we talked a lot about that. And wow, there are some really amazing and exciting things that you can do that can accommodate the whole family. So the the options are out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and for some, it makes more sense both fiscally and emotionally mm-hmm. to do some of those things. So refer back to that episode. And you can also refer back to my episode with Nicole Raymer about downsizing and getting help from a move manager, a senior move manager for that. So lots of great content in the back issues. And I'll make sure to link the ones that we mentioned here in the show notes. So tell me about some of the obstacles that older adults who are looking to sell their homes face that maybe are a little bit different from um, someone our age. Sure. So many of my clients have lived in the family home for at least 15 years, 20, 30 years, and they haven't purchased a home. And the way that we purchase homes now versus purchasing homes back 20, 30 years ago has totally changed. The landscape has. We've gone to what um, my clients would call high tech. So they're used to the wet signatures. They're used to meeting people in person. Um, They're not quite used to, and not all of my clients have trouble with documentation when it comes to DocuSign and printing and computers, but quite a few older people do not have computers. They still have flip phones, so they don't have the smartphones where they can scan documents easily. So I would say with my clients, I would say more so um, I'm meeting them in person with printed copies where they can actually sign the copies in person. Um, They do like coming to the closing table in person. Um, So that's, I would say, is the big differences. Another one would be like a mobile notary. So like if they're out of state, I I had a client who moved um, from Florida back to Illinois and we needed mobile notary and she really insisted that we were doing something illegal Um, So trust is a big thing um, when it comes to working with clients of the older population. Um, And that was one of the things is that she just wasn't familiar with the process. She lived in her husband's home and he had passed away over 10 years ago. So that's another thing about being a senior real estate specialist is understanding that dynamic. So she and her husband built this house, but it was her husband's home. So if you can understand that, um, you'll kind of get what I'm saying. Um, right. So she was very um, particular about signing over her husband's home, and it was really scary for her and the trust factor, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, some other things um, they might not understand completely because you have to be careful when you're working with Um, aging adults because they might not cognitively be able to sign for themselves. So you got to really watch out for that. And I would say because of my healthcare background, um, I can tell if someone's maybe questionable on their cognitive level. And I'll ask, do you have a POA? Um, Because we have to be very careful as real estate agents that we don't cross a line where we're um, having people who are incompetent signing documentation 
Um, so sometimes you might need to have a referral over to an, an attorney so that the attorney can help them make the decisions or find their POA um, and have the conversation around that just to make sure that the person is competent to be able to sign documentation. All very important things to consider. So how would someone go about finding a senior real estate specialist in their area? For those here in the Polk County area, um, I'll have Donna's Donna Kay's contact information in the show notes, and that'll be readily available. But if someone lives outside of this area, how would they find a senior real estate specialist where they live? So there are a couple websites if you can get on a computer and get to um, Google. Um, so um, there's actually a couple different places. So another one is called seniorresource.realtor. Oh, perfect. And then if you can't That's get perfect. on the computer, because again, I said I'm dealing with um, the older population that might not have a computer, or maybe you're just not available, maybe technology is failing that day. Um, you can call <laughs> a brokerage and ask them, hey, do you have a senior real estate specialist on um, staff? And as Liz had mentioned, um, not everyone needs to have the designation. So if you can't find a senior real estate specialist, ask for someone who specifically works with the aging population. There's gonna be somebody, and my team lead, Jared, as Liz had mentioned, he is very knowledgeable about working in the senior community and he does not have his SRES. So mm -hmm. um, ask around other um, people who have worked with a, a senior real estate specialist, um, but those are some, some either those websites or calling the brokerage, I would say, um, find a good brokerage that you like and ask them. Awesome. That's awesome. Now, resources. I always like to leave people behind with something that they can use to dig deeper. So what are some resources that you would point people to? So again, the Senior Real Estate Specialist website, um, seniorresource.realtor, is a great place to find information on senior moves. There's blogs, there's tips, um, even information on senior housing, being able to understand the difference. Um, there's a tab on senior housing options. Maybe you're going to be staying in the home during the transition, so you need information on how to make the home safe. And then we also have some community partners who can help with uh, grab bars and ramps. And I found a really good book um, written by a senior real estate specialist. It's called Moving in the Right Direction, The Senior's Guide to Moving and Downsizing. And it's written by Bruce Novovich. And um, he has been a senior real estate specialist for over 39 years. And um, I would say it's a great read if you're looking for a book on moving a senior. Um, also, the uh, checklist you can find on Google. There's so many of them. Um, I can't say specifically which one is the best one. Um, I would just say go ahead and Google um, moving a senior checklist and it'll give you a timeline, what you need to be doing um, six months from um, before the move, two months before the move, and so on. Um, another really good um, find would be a senior move specialist like we have in our community, um, Nicole Raymer at Organized Haven. Um, she is ex an expert at um, senior moves. And she then is. just research your community um, for senior um, 
resources um, to help with the transition because I can tell you that even though you're going to be moving your loved one out of the home, there's a transition period. So what resources can you draw on in the community that can help you? And a lot of times what I find, and even I found this in healthcare, is that once you're in the situation, you have no idea where to go, where to turn, because this is your first time navigating um, the transition of a parent or um, a grandparent or a loved one, maybe it's your spouse. Um, but our community has a lot of resources that can help with independent living during that transition, whether it's food, um, helping with finances, such as paying an electric bill. Um, so there's a lot of things that your community can help you during that transition. That's a great point, and that's a great spot to drop in that every community in the United States has an area agency on aging. Absolutely. And I will drop the link for the locator. All you'll have to do is put in your zip code, and you can get directed to your local area agency on aging. In Central Florida area, ours is um, the Senior Connection Center. Mm -hmm. And so um, those are a great place to start if you're looking for resources within your community, um, and certainly that will get you connected in other places as well. Thank you for that. You're All right, so now I would like to give you a moment for a shameless plug. <laughs> okay, well, I'm not just a senior real estate specialist, as uh, Liz had mentioned. Um, I heavily volunteer in the community. Um, I'm a member of the Lakeland Realtors Association, and I do um, belong to the outreach committee. I'm also president of Better Living for Seniors. It's a coalition made up of senior serving businesses, and that's where I draw my uh, aging network uh, resources from. I'm also a Lakeland Chamber member, and I'm also a SCORE mentor, and I also am a board member of ABWA. I help with their membership. That's American Business Women Association. And as Liz had mentioned, I also have a passion for health and wellness, as most people know me. Um, so I also teach uh, health and wellness classes, specifically healthy eating every day and active living every day to the 60 and over population. Um, and they are such an inspiration to me. It helps me stay on track as much as I'm an inspiration to them to help them with their longevity. So I really enjoy just being in the community. I appreciate um, this opportunity that Liz has given me to be able to share what I can help other uh, families and other agents who are looking to become a senior real estate specialist. Donna Kay, thank you so much for all that you do. Your gifts are many, and uh, it, it's inspirational to me to watch how freely you give them. So thank you. You're welcome. And if I could add one more thing. Sure. <laughs> um, whether you're moving a spouse um, or a parent, um, I know it's not easy. Um, it's definitely a, a hard decision, but if you could be patient with yourself and patient with mom or dad or, or your spouse, um, as Liz had mentioned many times, we're not just moving the person, but we're displacing um, those memories that are attached to that house. So if you can kind of keep in mind that when you're separating the person from the house, you're also displacing 
the birthday parties, the family gatherings, the holidays that were spent. So just remember, be gentle and kind to each other. And that, my friends, is a beautiful piece of sage advice. Thanks again, Donna Kay. You're welcome. Thank you, Liz. And thank all of you for listening. I'm so happy that you've made your way back here to the Sage Aging Podcast. We've covered a lot today, but I think you'll probably agree with me that when it comes to making a move, finding someone who is knowledgeable in not just the real estate sector, but in all of the other things that the family might be dealing with is a benefit. So I hope it was helpful. I hope that you will seek out a senior real estate specialist in your area, or if you're in the central Florida area, then Donna Kay (laughs) will be happy to serve. And just a reminder that you can find every link that we mentioned, every resource that we mentioned in the blog post for this episode at eldercareguide.com. You can also find it in the show notes attached to each episode. I hope that our conversation today was helpful for you. And I hope also that you will find us on social media. Connect with us. Let us know how you're liking the podcast. We're so happy that uh, we've connected with you and we can't wait to talk to you again real soon.